Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. It's Tuesday, so it's Travel Tuesday. I'm Amy, and I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello. And this week, we are in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good times. Oh, my gosh. Love, love, love Charleston. We had so much fun here. The food scene in Charleston is off the hook, and it is amazing because not only are you you know, right there in the city with lots of history and beauty and all kinds of things, but you're right on the coast. So you're really close to the ocean. So we actually stayed in Mount Pleasant. We stayed at the Mount Pleasant KOA and it was actually really lovely. Yeah, it was a great location. It's a little north of the city and a quick drive right on in. Yeah. And it was only about 10 minutes from Isle of Palms, which is a lovely area of beaches and um, oceanfront. So that was really great. That was fun to be able to escape to the beach or go into the city or whatever struck our fancy. So that was really great. We actually had come up from Savannah. It was a pretty easy journey. We got into the park and got situated. And this little KOA was great. It's actually, I say little KOA, but it's pretty big, really. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and it has um, a great lake, and there's wonderful nature trails, which I can say wonderful now. We <laughs> did have a little harrowing oh, good Lord. experience on the nature trails, but anyway, we'll get there. It was harrowing. <laughs> it was. So we got in and got settled and decided that we were going to head out and grab something to eat, and it was pretty funny because... It kind of didn't go so well. We ended up going to Basil Thai, and they were closed, even though they were supposed to be open. Then we headed over to Crave and thought we were going to get in there, and they said they were so busy. They had just closed down their kitchen. So we were like, what are we going to do? So we finally ended up at Soul Kitchen in Mount Pleasant and had some Mexican food. Which was really great. You know, we just had a little a little quick bite there, and it yeah. was really good. A couple appetizers and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, and they're great about making a lot of food from scratch, and, you know, all their margaritas are fresh juices and everything. They have some really inventive blends, and everything was really good that we had. So yeah. the only thing I will say is they had picket a gallo and not salsa, and they called it salsa. <laughs> drives us nuts. It drives us nuts, and it drives me especially nuts because I'm from Texas, and I know what salsa should be, and it is not chunky pick it a guy it might drive me even more nuts due to big raw pieces of onion yeah <laughs> yeah you're not an onion fan <laughs> so after lunch we went over to see angel oak on john's island this is that huge tree big oak tree that is just phenomenal it's so amazing it is it's fantastic and if you guys are going i uh suggest checking out their the times that they're open because yeah they closed we, really soon after we got there yeah we had no idea and we just showed up and suddenly they were closing they were closing yeah so we didn't get as much time there as we'd like to have had but it was really stunning that is a magical magical tree you know i mean we're such nature fans anyway but this was really a lovely spot i do wish it was a little less touristy they don't let you, you know, maybe photograph as much as you'd like and things like that. If you're going to have any kind of an organized photo shoot, you do need to call ahead and get clearance. You know, this is kind of an organized thing. So if you're just going to show up as a family and take a look at things, that's fine. But if you're going to have an organized photo shoot or you want to have some sort of event, you definitely need to check that out with them ahead of time. Um, and then after that, we went down into Charleston. We actually went into the historic district and we went to Black Tap Coffee. 
had a great little drink. They had a, a wonderful chai. Um, they had herbal tea. I think you had a decaf mocha or yeah. maybe a latte. and Everything was good. And we met some really nice people that gave us some great pointers on different places to go. And then we went down onto King Street and just kind of wanted to get a, the lay of the land. King Street and Upper King really have a lot going on. Yeah, those are the main drags down yeah. there. Yeah. Bar, shops, restaurants, you know, all of that stuff is going on. And we were really lucky to luck into second Sunday. This is the second Sunday of the month and it may be seasonal. I'm not totally sure, but I know it was going on when we were there and they close the streets and you get to walk up and down and do shopping and everything. It's great. It's it's really kind of a big celebration. People come out that wouldn't normally be out exhibiting and things like that. So that's wonderful. And then we went down to Whole Foods. We were lucky there was one right there locally because we had to restock the bus. It was Valentine's Day. We had sort of planned to cook at home. Um, and we were going to look for things. And it was like everything that I thought I was going to make, they were out of key ingredients. Yeah, it looks like they were pretty ransacked or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess Crazy. everybody was spending Valentine's <laughs> Day at home. But anyway, we ended up going to Basil Thai for dinner, the place that we were going to go for lunch. We ended up going for dinner. Um, and it was very good. It was. Yeah. It was good. Thankfully, they were able to sneak us in. Yeah, and, uh, oh, it was totally fine. Yep. And then the next day, we were able to kind of make our Valentine's Day dinner. So I did like a filet with a mushroom spinach sauce, made some chocolate dipped strawberries. And then we had a special port that we'd been hanging on to since we were in Sonoma last year. And this actually was kind of a perfect day because it coincided with the one-year anniversary of our first trip in the bus, like our yeah, big trip. Our so, trip, yeah. Yeah, so that worked out really well. Um, and then we had sort of like a couple of rainy days. We took some opportunity to get the bus organized. And actually all the big bays, the storage bays that are down below, we took time to organize all of those and ended up taking quite a lot of stuff to Goodwill. So. We did. We had all kinds of stuff yeah. that we didn't need down there. It was there. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you live in a small space, you think like, oh, I need everything I have. But it is amazing once you start simplifying how little you really need so anyway um and then we took a little hike on that nature trail and like i said it was a little bit harrowing i will say <laughs> we weren't quite prepared for how long it was and how far back we would go in kind of a swampy area and because it was kind of a rainy day or two it was pretty swampy and of course as we're walking into the trail what do i see but a sign talking about caution there's alligators and poisonous snakes here and I thought, well, this is just a cheerful thing. We did not see them. No, it was February, so the chances of them being out were, were much smaller. Yeah, it was cool. So, you know, they typically, like, we know from our time in New Orleans doing the Bayou Tour that the the gators usually, like, get down in the mud and hang out there. So in the cold weather, they weren't likely to be out and active, but... You never know. And when you see a sign like, hey, they're right here, and then you walk through the swamps and you don't know where you are and it's getting dark, <laughs> it's a little bit of a harrowing experience. Let's just say we were really happy to get to the end of the trail. Yeah, we really had no idea how long it was. And we're going <laughs> it's along. It's really like, long. Uh, the sun's about to set here. and <laughs> We're we... in the middle of the forest yeah. and the swamp and we don't even know where we are. It was yeah. really foggy and kind of creepy i actually shared some pictures on instagram if you're not following us on instagram go over and give us a follow you can find us at instagram.com slash real food whole health we're real easy to find but yeah it was like you know those big trees with all the spanish moss hanging down and the swampland and it was a beautiful scene a little bit eerie a little bit um and you know anytime anything kind of like moved in the water i kind of flipped out like <laughs> oh my god it's a gator yeah, at one point we were walking, it was like, uh, do we turn back or do we push on? We had no idea how much further we had to go. Yeah, and then we saw a turn up ahead and it's like, oh, okay, like we're almost out. And then that was 
a turn no. into a whole other area. Incorrect. So, yeah, we did end up taking the trail a couple more times once we knew what to expect, and certainly with a with a better you know weather situation. And but just the first time, not knowing what was coming, it was definitely a little hair raising. The next day, we decided to go down into Charleston again, and we happened to go over the bridge at sunset, the Arthur Ravnell Bridge, and it is the perfect place to see the sunset. In fact, they have a walking area alongside the bridge, walking, jogging, whatever, where you can go and kind of, you know, hang out and get the really good view of the sun setting over the water. Yeah, it was really pretty. Yeah, but we didn't know about that until we drove over and saw a lot of people lined up for sunset, but it was just absolutely beautiful. Even in the car going over, it was gorgeous. Um, And then we went in to go to Macintosh and Oku. And Macintosh was really phenomenal. It was. Oh, my gosh. This is a great farm-to-table place. We had an amazing meal. They had some ricotta gnocchi that was amazing. They have a bone marrow bread pudding, which I know those things don't sound like they go together, but let me tell you what, that was incredible. (laughs) Yeah, that was amazing. Um, And talk about nutrient-dense, so that was really good. And I think we had a fabulous cocktail there. We had a chestnut soup that they were making. Oh, yeah, that was very good. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely taking advantage of the season, so it changes all the time on the menu, but really phenomenal food the the service was great and it just worked out really well in fact we ran into a wonderful um local friend there who helped guide us into some you know great suggestions for other places to go you know always we're always asking people like where should we go and she was a total foodie and we got a long long list of fun places to go so that worked out really nicely and then we went down to Oku. Um, you know, we, we're such a fan of the progressive dinner sometimes because we'll get a couple of appetizers or maybe soup and salad or something somewhere to kind of get an idea of what they offer. Um, and then go to another place and maybe do an entree there or maybe even do just a couple appetizers there. And that works out great, especially as we're trying to bring you all of the restaurants that we can. <laughs> we only have so many meals to eat. That's right. <laughs> And we can't eat out all the time either. No, we actually cook a huge amount of the time. So the fact that we're always talking about restaurants is funny because we do go out a lot, but we cook a lot too. So anyway, Oku was fabulous. I have to say it was so beautiful in there. They have these, you know, they do, it's Asian inspired. They do a lot of um, dim sum and sushi and just really interesting Asian inspired dishes. But the tree branches that are in there are incredible. And like all around the bar, we actually set in the table near the bar and all these posts in there have these beautiful tree branches on there and they're uplit. Again, I did share it on Instagram. It's so, so pretty. Um, and one of the the real standouts that we had there was a lobster hand roll. Yeah. That lobster hand roll was very good. Yeah. So every, every table seemed to be getting that. It yeah. Was, it was very good. Really inventive. Very cool. Um, and they had a fig drink that was phenomenal. So we really had a great time there. And then the next day I sort of struck out on my own. I needed to go get a haircut. So I typically, as we're traveling, go to different Aveda salons, even though it's not 100% organic. I do feel comfortable getting that done the way that I have them apply it. And I just know that it keeps consistency as we're traveling across the country. So before I got to my appointment, I went and had lunch at the Square Onion. And this was just a great little place. Very, you know, it felt very Parisian because I got to order and then sit out 
on the little market square and the, uh, the tiny table and just in the sunshine. It actually worked out really beautifully. And after my haircut, I had a little bit of work to catch up on. So I went by Collective Coffee Co. And this was phenomenal. I really hung out there for three or four hours and got quite a lot of work done. And their drinks were very good. And they have amazing snacks if you're going to be, you know, working or in the area. Like their snacks were amazing. I saw all kinds of people getting delicious food. I ended up getting some avocado toast later in the day and it was phenomenal. Um, and I ended up taking Matt home a little, a little drink <laughs> or something fun. And then we went over to Isle of Palms and this was just such a beautiful day to go to the beach. And what was really a fun surprise on the beach was the starfish. Yeah, we were walking along as we do on the beach and right by the water. And all of a sudden there was this huge swath of starfish just there hadn't there been were. a single one, and there wasn't a single one, you know, after this little area. But in this area, there were hundreds, if not thousands, of starfish. And, of course, these are only the ones that were had washed up, you right. know. Yeah. And some had certainly been there and had dried out. You know, we did throw a few back that we thought maybe we could help save them, you know, because if they dry out... They don't do so well. Um, <laughs> they don't live. But it was just so amazing to see them there. And, you know, that starfish is not something that we've actually seen a lot of as we've been in different places. No, we've been promised starfish at various places and haven't seen them. <laughs> Tide pools and yeah. whatever we've looked. And many places they haven't been there. So I think we've only seen them a couple other times, you know, in the wild. Certainly at aquariums and things I've seen them. But it's wonderful to just come across them. And we actually found one that had six legs which is cool yeah i'm going to take that as a lucky omen so that was really neat and then we ended up going back into mount pleasant to bistro toulouse for dinner this is a french restaurant that has wonderful cassoulet we had some escargot steak frites they had an octopus that was really good i feel like we say octopus on almost every (laughs) podcast we love octopus if it's done right yeah it's really good um and some really good marinated olives so we hung out there i think we ended up doing a little bit of work even right before we had dinner and yeah. it was great. Yeah. It was a really like, again, one of those unassuming restaurants, it was in a strip center and it was kind of not really that impressive from the outside, but on the inside it was cozy and friendly and the food was great and it was really nice. Yep. So. And then we had a couple more days where we just sort of stayed close to home. We ended up cleaning out the car. It was kind of like a big clean out time, <laughs> I guess, spring cleaning, right? Um, and just ended up making big batches of soup. We had a few cool days, and so we hung out. And then we did some deep cleaning. We actually had Maid Pure come out and do some deep cleaning, which was phenomenal. Took care of some car maintenance, you know, real exciting <laughs> stuff in there. Oh, yeah. But hey, like we're living life too. It's not always the glamour show. Anyway, we were super excited to be able to go and celebrate a clean RV and a clean car and everything caught up with a day in Charleston. So we went down to the historic district. We went by Rainbow Row, which is a row of really brightly colored houses. It's just really cute to drive by or walk down that street. We went to Waterfront Park and saw the big pineapple fountain. We saw the sailboats coming in down by Fort Sumter and really enjoyed all the historic homes. There's so many homes that have like kind of the Greek revival or a French inspired architecture. There's such a mix. Yeah. It's really beautiful. It was. It was really stunning downtown. Yeah, I really like that area a lot. And we ended up going back up King and Upper King. We drove um, through different shopping areas. We went to City Market. 
Um, City Market is a really cool indoor shopping area. It's actually sort of half indoor, half outdoor, but covered. Yeah. Yeah, um, because there's some areas where it's open air. But anyway, that's a really neat spot to see some, you know, local artisans. I will say it is a little touristy, so it's great to see the local artisans. I think the prices are probably a little bit more inflated, but if you see something you fall in love with, then you do. Yeah, um, why we not? Yeah, why not? We ended up going to Caviar and Bananas, which is like a, I just love the name, so I had to go there. <laughs> and we ended up grabbing a kombucha, of all things, but I, I didn't see caviar or bananas, to be <laughs> honest with you. But, <laughs> but they have some different gourmet food from local artisans, and they have coffee and tea and maybe sandwiches and things like that. But we ended up getting a kombucha, and it was great to just pass by and um, like I said, I absolutely love the name. So I would have preferred caviar and bananas to be there. But anyway, and then we were really fascinated to see all the local sweetgrass basket weavers. This was really an interesting thing that happens in the Charleston area. And I believe only a few other areas in the world does sweetgrass grow. And there's a traditional method for weaving these gorgeous baskets. I mean, really stunning works of art. And you know, all these different designs and, you yeah. know, it's like layering the colors of the sweet grass. And it was like each of the ladies was doing their own design, their own thing, very protective of it. And it yeah, was, they yeah. didn't really want us taking pictures or anything like that because they are protected designs. And that's understandable. It is an artist trade, but it was really neat. And then we went over to Kristoff Chocolatier. I feel like we also went to Adam Taroni Chocolatier in <laughs> Savannah, but yeah. I, I don't know what it is about the South and the chocolatiers, but I got to say, they know what they're doing. Yes, so they do. that was really nice um, to just check that out. Again, it's, you know, it's a place you can kind of go in and, and see the artistry of what they're doing and try different things and um, put together just a little like gift box or something of, of a few different, you know, pieces. And that was really nice. And we ended up going the next day into Prohibition. Prohibition is phenomenal, I think. We yes. had a great meal. In fact, it was one we, of our favorites there. I think so, too. We heard from somebody it was a little past its prime, and I have to say that was not our experience at all. Possibly, you know, we got there on a great night, but we ended up with fabulous cocktail. We got a fried oyster dish that was just amazing. It had a burgundy truffle puree. I shared that on Instagram, and everybody went nuts over it. Yeah, that I, it was, was something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Those were craveable oysters. Like, I think we dreamed about those for a while <laughs> afterwards. And then we kind of did a progressive thing. We went off to 492, which is uh, just down the street, had a drink out on the patio. They have a beautiful patio area where you can just order drinks and then sit out. They actually had heaters out, which is great because yeah. it was really kind of necessary. Yeah. yeah. But it's a beautiful brick patio. And, you know, the, the restaurant was packed to the rafters. The bar was packed. So being outside worked out really well. This was a Saturday night, so mm -hmm. it's understandable it was busy. We ended up going by Rare Bit. They are famous for their Moscow mules. They serve them in the um, copper mugs, just yeah. as they should be. And, and they're so popular there, they have it right on draft. They have yeah. it on draft. Like, I think the... I can't remember how many they sold in one day, but it was like over it was, 600. It was mind-boggling. It yeah. was, yeah. It might have even been more than that. But they do a homemade ginger beer um, to make their Moscow mules, and it just was lovely. We just had a, a cup of soup and sat at the bar and just kind of, you know, listen to what everybody was talking about, you know, got to know a bit of the locals. It was fabulous. We ended up going by the Belmont, which was, uh, it's really a cool cocktail bar. Mm -hmm. They've got a lot of really inventive cocktails. Again, very clean 
cocktails. You know, we're not talking about lots of artificially colored and flavored things. Yeah, and they've got homemade bitters and things like that. Right, really artisan crafted cocktails. So that was really neat. And then we ended up at Gray's in Mount Pleasant. And this is a wonderful little farm to table. It's right over by Whole Foods. And again, tucked in a strip center, but just a lovely little gem. It is. Nice yeah, people little there. Neighborhood it's pretty inside. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out really well. Um, and then the next day we went off on that nature trail again and it went a lot smoother. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was in store. Yeah. They have a basketball uh, court on site. So we were able to play a little basketball. Um, they had some lovely hammocks out by the water at sunset. We were able to hang out and then they have these huge Adirondacks that are around a fire ring. So we just sort of hung out by the water all night. It was really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And I ended up making some pork chops that night. I think it was really good. Yeah. They yeah. Were yeah. Really good. Um, well, we found some fresh Romanesco. So that was anytime we can get Romanesco, we love to get it. And I love to roast it. And I almost always serve it with pork chops. It's really yeah, good. It's hard so. to picture a more pretty vegetable. Isn't that thing's it? Just I almost hate cutting it up, but it's yeah, it's so tasty. Uh, and then the next couple of days, that was really our story, was staying around and hanging out by the lake and just doing everything we wanted to do. Um, and then right before we left town, I ended up going to Boone Hall Plantation and Charles Pinckney Park. I think Boone Hall is where um, The Notebook was filmed. It's a beautiful plantation. And then I ended up getting a pedicure at Vogue Nails and had to run a few errands. And then we went for our last dinner. We went to Two Burroughs Larder in Charleston. And this was really a great, inventive place. They had a lot of very interesting combinations going on with their food. Definitely farm to table. We had a cauliflower soup with a sunflower romesco. Not a romanesco, but a romesco, (laughs) which is like a red pepper and nut sauce. Um, it had some kale chips on it. They offer sourdough bread and cultured butter, um, that they make in-house Brussels sprouts with induja and actually served with a little mini popcorn topping, which is really different. different. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't expecting that. And fingerling potatoes that were roasted and served with aioli and botarga. Like, so that was really phenomenal. Um, but they are known for doing really inventive things with even comfort foods. So I think it's one night a week, maybe Tuesdays or Wednesdays, they do a burger special and it's all, you know, local grass fed beef and they do just a, a really interesting take with whatever's in the season. So definitely worth checking out. We had a lot of fun in Charleston. It's definitely a place that we look forward to going back to. Um, And then we were off to Charlotte, North Carolina. So that is where we'll pick up next week. Actually, Charlotte and Asheville, North Carolina, we're going to do on the same show. Um, And we had a great time at both of those locations. So we'll look forward to sharing that with you. Remember that you can find links to anything that we talk about on our show notes at realfoodwholehealth.com. Under podcasts, under episodes, just click this episode and you'll find all the links for everything we talked about so you can plan and trip your own. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today and please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.